Conversations with Cliff. I'm a free-thinking spiritual beast. We can keep it ratchet or classy. I'm here for the conversation. Hey, what up, good people? It's your boy Cliff uh, back with another episode of Conversations with Cliff. I have some wonderful ladies uh, with me on the line tonight, and I just want to jump right in it and uh, go ahead and let them introduce themselves. Uh, First, Inez, if you can introduce yourself and tell everybody where you're from. My name is Inez Wheeler, and I'm from Anchorage, Alaska. Hey, cold up there. I am Jabril Herbin, and I'm from The Dot, a.k.a. Kansas Kansas. <laughs> Say that again. Ty. Hi, everyone. My name is Tanil Tate. I'm living in Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> Brooklyn in the house. All right. Yeah. All right. So um, what I want to know from you ladies, what, what do you do? I, 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 the episode is about entrepreneur moms. So let me know and let my audience know what it is that you do. Uh, starting with Inez. Okay, so currently right now I work at Home Depot. I'm a supervisor um, here at Home Depot, but I have two um, businesses. I have one, um, I sell health and wellness products. And my other one, which is my passion, I help single moms to overcome the hurts and the pain from their past. And I help them walk into like happiness, joy, love, and finding love for themselves and being comfortable with being a single mom. Okay, okay. Uh, Jabril? Dang, that's dope. <laughs> uh, I am actually a team member of Inez in selling health and wellness as well. <laughs> Um, so I sell a lot of health and wellness products, and I am currently an actress as well. Okay, all right. Now remember us, little people who get big. Now remember us. <laughs> now I plan remember we were on the same team. See, Hey, so Ty, tell us, tell us about you. What do you, what do you do? Um, so I basically am just like these ladies, right? I'm an entrepreneur, but with being an entrepreneur, we also have to have full-time jobs these days. Um, so I'm a bodily injury adjuster. So I work with a lot of litigated cases, um, for anyone that was involved in a car accident and was hurt. So I do examine injuries as well as, um, negotiate cases, Um, In addition to that, I'm a health coach. Um, So I started my own health coach business um, in Brooklyn, New York, whereby I help moms or just people overall establish healthy habits. In addition to that, I'm also the designer of my own activewear line um, out here. So I have a whole um, corporation called Fits High um, in New York. Dope. Awesome. Oh, I love it. I know. Yeah, Wait, so what, what was the name it, of the clothing line? I'm sorry. Let's go. It's active wear for fit eye. It's basically woman active wear. Okay. I like that. Yeah, she's dope. So so what I'm uh, uh what's amazing about all three of y'all, y'all all are into health and uh wellness of, of people and, and especially women, and that's incredible. Um I got like how do you guys balance it all? Like that's a lot. Um, if I'm not mistaken, everybody's a, a mother, right? And uh, how do you balance it, uh, Jabril? Like, how do you balance the work life and the mom life? Like, how do, you, how do you make it happen? You know what? If I'm being completely honest, I don't know that I'm doing too good of a job at it. <laughs> um, 
I feel like I'm always like just a step and a half behind everything and uh praying through it all. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. somehow I keep going every day, but uh perseverance is probably the only way to balance it, I guess. Okay. Um Kai, what about you? Um, a lot of it for 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 us as women, and I think Jabil and Inez can agree with that. It's like it's almost inside of us. It's our habits to balance. So we have nothing to do but to balance it all. Sometimes there's no rhyme or reason for how we do it or how we get through the day. Mm -hmm. We just get through the day. We cope. We, we figure it out because every time something goes knocking, we we go answering, right? Because we know it. I think it's instinctual as mothers um, but one of the best ways that I found is to plan and to have some level of team and contingency. So you almost look at motherhood as this huge business that you consistently know something is not going to go the like someone is not going to pick up the kid or the kid is going to wake up at a certain time and then kind of have a plan for that. Okay, like right now, I had to bribe her with a popsicle so I could come here to do this. So. <laughs> Is that consistent, like thinking ahead? And we think so fast, I think, that we don't even realize that we're thinking about it, but we already know it's going to happen. So we always have a plan in place. Got you, got you, got you. That makes sense. Um, and I like the point you made about team, and we're going to circle back to that. Uh, Inez, how did you balance it all? You know, I'm going to piggyback off of what the other lady said. Like, um, some days I don't even know how I do it. You know, um, like I have a good support system too. I have my parents, you know, shout out to my parents. They are there um, to help me. That's why I'm able to do like all the things that I do because they pick up some of the slack too. But um, like, I swear I'm gonna give my daughter a complex because I'm always rushing. Like I'm always rushing. She's like, mom, stop rushing. So um, I, I don't know how I do it. I just pray just like um, you said, I have a routine. I have to have a schedule. Um, I try to plan out my weeks and my days. And you know, as a mom, like, things come up and you know you got to be ready for them but I have a routine I wake up in the morning I pray I do my meditation and then I'm off to the gym but like I feel like if you set the beginning of your day then you're able to take on everything else you know so that's like one thing I try to stick to okay okay so how is it like how is it raising kids um like how like kids are bad and not bad like on the way to jail bad they're like mischievous like they don't give you a moment to to do you like right now like you gotta bribe the kid with a popsicle to just like yo give me give me 15 minutes so i can make make it happen like how how do you how do you like nail like is it, is it a cheat sheet to that or just like in the moment you know what? It's funny. It's funny that you say that because I honestly, um, from listening to the ladies, started thinking about that. My kids help me a lot with maintaining our lives. You know, we all yeah. have so much going on. My kids are older. My daughter just turned 16. I think I mentioned that when we were talking earlier. Um, and I have a 14 year old and then I have a four year old. But Ooh. My kids are extremely uh, amazing. They're just amazing. And they, they aren't bad. They aren't brats. Um, they're very understanding. <laughs> and they help me remember a lot of things that we have going on. They try to keep me abreast of everything and um, on track. 
and they helped me a lot with the younger ones. So honestly, I think the type of kids that I have um, allows me to to handle a lot of the things that I got going on. So they alleviate depression. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Inez, what about you? Um, for me, wait, what was the question again? I'm sorry. I was like so into her answer. Yeah, no, how how are you? How is I believe you have I don't want to say I have one. Okay. I have one and she she's seven and she's the only grandchild and she's the only great grandchild. She has no cousins up here. So she is very spoiled. She's been hanging around adults her whole life. So sometimes like she may act or think she's older than what she thinks she is. So you got to like watch her. You got to, you know, not saying that, not saying that she is bad and mischievous, but like she's been around adults. So like she, she, kids are smart. Kids are very smart. And I think like she's, she's smart too. So you got to be like three steps ahead. But, um, but at the same time, like she helps me out too. Like she knows I got businesses going on. I talk to her like, you know, I don't talk to her as a, like a little kid. I talk to her and let her know like what I'm doing, like when I'm on a call, like um, she helps me at these booths that I have, you know, she wants to even start her own business. You know, she was on the online trying to find something to sell, you know? So um, like, I think she helps me a lot. She helps me a lot, but I feel bad too at the same time because she's the, she's the only child. You know, so I try to um, <clears throat> I try to pay attention to her needs. Being the single child, she has nobody else to play with, so I have to be that person. You know. Got you, got you. Try, and I know you have a daughter. Like, how how was that dynamic? Oh, my daughter. So my daughter is three years old, but she's like thirty years old. <laughs> <laughs> she, yes. definitely, she definitely has her own. Um, she has her own language. Um, and I think it's important as, as women, as mothers, as parents, that we allow them to develop their own language and their own individuality, you know? So I don't try to suffocate that. Um, I, she does have, she's a only daughter, <laughs> and <laughs> but she does do activities. So she's in Taekwondo, like she has swimming, she has her routines and she listens but you have to speak to her and not at her. When you speak at her, then she kind of backs up, you know, like she doesn't really want to listen to that. But if you give her reasons for the reason you're asking her to do something, she will definitely do it. She is a good child, but she's a mommy's child. So like, for example, I was just sleeping before this call. She was sleeping, but as soon as I wake up, she wakes up. So that becomes a little bit hard or she will say something to me, mommy, you're going to work now because of the COVID dynamic. What happens is that, it, you know, like they start noticing that you're really working. And sometimes you kind of feel like, am I working too much? Because she's like, mommy, you're always working because yeah. we're always doing something <clears throat> entrepreneurial, right? It never stops at the nine to five. It goes into yeah. the nine to 12 o'clock or whenever. And she sees that. Now I try to cut it back so she sees it a little bit less, but she does see it. Got you, got you. Um, so I'm kind of I'm circling back to one of the points you made, and then you made another point. Um, we're we're in an age bracket where our parents told us what to do, and that was it. Like there wasn't no explanations behind. You know, hey, go clean your room, or uh, hey, get dressed. We're leaving. We just went and did it because we know if we said why 
or where like anything. It, it was if any talk back, you was getting hit in the mouth. How do you do that now? Because I, I I have I have boys, and so it's different for me. You, you, y'all, yeah, mostly I have uh, daughters. I think I know I'd be softer if I had a daughter, but with my son, just like, hey, let's go. Like I said, go clean your room or get dressed or whatever it is. And it's it's moving, but sometimes I gotta catch myself to slow down and say, no, let me explain what I need you to do and why. Yeah. Let me let me give you, let me get down on your level and, and talk to you instead of speaking at you. Because Ty made the point about that and I didn't understand it until later. So do you guys, do you guys ever find yourself taking that moment to where you're you're getting down to a level like you know literally stooping down to talk to them face to face to face eye to eye to kind of have that speaking to them not you know what I'm saying necessarily degrading them if that makes sense Jabril um yeah I I, I have to say that I'm probably um somewhere in between both of um, those things like I said my kids are a bit older I do have a younger one but um he, he pretty much gets in line with everybody else um I definitely try to have more conversation with my kids than, than my parents did or at least that I feel like I did with my mom like you know it was a no-nonsense type of thing it, it was never a discussion about how you felt about anything and so I do try to uh spend time with my kids and just figure out where their mind is at in general and uh but I can't say that when I tell them to do something that I accept a whole lot of back and forth about it. <laughs> it's, 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 if I say it, then that's it. And, that's and it. you can write it down in your diary and take it to the Lord in prayer if you have a problem with it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I take it to Jesus. I yeah, mean, what, you know, what about you? <laughs> Lay your burdens so down. Like for, so for me, um, like I think like my daughter is a little bit different from from everybody else's like my daughter was raised she was very spoiled so she got my parents she got my grandparents she got like everybody pretty much in my family you know that just gives to her so now that she's at you know six and seven now she has to you know earn her stuff and talking to her like I'm trying to still learn my rhythm like you guys say like um sometimes like you got to talk at her sometimes you got to come down to her level and then you know talk to her and explain but I think like she's sometimes she's way past the explanation part like you just talk at her so I'm trying to learn my rhythm I'm not gonna lie like me and her her rhythm because like we're totally opposites like she's not that she doesn't have the same personality that I do she like has that carefree, like, you know, always want to be happy. And like, I'm like down to the book, like serious, you know, like focus, you know? Yeah. So um, I'm still learning her language. Okay. Okay. Almost like in a relationship, learning the love language of your partner, you got to understand right. the love language of your child. So that definitely, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Ty, all, all of y'all have daughters um, and Jabril, I know you have a, a son as well. Okay, so for me, I'm from Jamaica, so um, (laughs) 
there is, you know, like I come from like my generation is, you know, you should be seen, but not heard. Right. This generation is completely, I need to be heard, seen and everything right in your face. Um, That's kind of hard to get with sometimes because, you know, these kids can be an absolute embarrassment outside Mm -hmm. when you give them too much leeway. And it's like, you know, I remember before I had my kid, it was so funny. I was in Macy's and I saw this little, I won't name whatever, but this little kid, she goes on the floor and she starts kicking and she's screaming. And I'm just looking at her like, girl, (laughs) and her mama is there with her. And I remember like wanting to sneak out my phone and take a video of that child. And what is so interesting is when it comes back and slap you on your face, because you really want to slap them half of the time. Like, excuse me, you know, what are you doing? I don't mind um, getting to my child's level. And I do it because I want her to understand that respect is two way. I'm going to respect you and you need Mm -hmm. to respect me and that you need to respect the process. However, there's this fine line between that, right? It's the same thing as any other interaction, whether it's with a man and a woman or your boss and coworker. There's then this time when I say do something and there is no explanation, you need to do it, period. So there, you know, you still need to like, for me, show your authority and for the child to understand that you're exactly what you are, a child, and I'm not going to always be back and forth with you because there's emergency situation where I don't need to hear, why mommy? No, it's not a why, sweetheart. You get it done. And then if we need to discuss, we'll get, get it done later. So I try to have a balance, but I do try to accommodate questions and you know speak with her and speak, you know, not at her as much, but um, like the way my child is growing up now, listen, my mother is, <laughs> when my mother meet her, cause she's still in Jamaica, she's gonna be like, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I found that um, like my, my kids, um, I don't know how people feel about whooping your kids, spanking your kids, whatever you, you wanna call it. Um, it's not something that I have to do nowadays. Um, but I think what has helped me with my children is I set boundaries for them early on. Like when they were your kids age, that's when they found out that you don't, you don't play with me. And what I say goes. And then as they started to grow, you know, their boundaries, um, expanded with their mind. And, um, I haven't really had to reinforce my authority with them at, at all. Like probably since they were like three or four, I, I mean, I've, they've had the freedom to uh, to grow into whoever they are. And they've always had the understanding of, you know, what my boundaries and my expectations are. For real, but isn't that the same thing with relationships? If we set the boundaries from early, then, they, you know, kids, men, everybody know how our friends. Hold on now, talk that right. Hold, right. Hold, hold, hold up now, Ty. Hold on now. Hold on now. Why she? Because you know what, Cliff? She she worse than me. You see her? She changing the subject. <laughs> you see? But no, no, no. I like it. I like it because we're going we gonna to talk about that. Um, it wasn't me this time. 
No, it wasn't you this time. This time I know, but I know, I know Ty. She's good for it. Um, yeah. We we um we we all we grew up in the nineties. Um, listening to rap music, what have you. Uh, we didn't have. It was not. There were not a lot of rappers who. Uh, they didn't rap about their emotions and their feelings. Not a lot of them. They rapped about what was going on around them. Um, you know what their friends were doing what their parents went through, et cetera, et cetera. The kids now are rapping about their feelings and their emotions and, and all the stuff that they're going through and the drugs and all this crazy, it, it's weird to me, but it's not because now I'm putting, I'm putting it in perspective. How, our kids are not struggling like we did. They not eating, you know what I'm saying, trying to figure out what the next meal is gonna be. Oh. You know what I'm saying? They don't go, they don't have the struggles that we had growing up. But yet they have this chip on their shoulder, like they got so much going on. And the quote unquote, we don't understand. I got a 14-year-old and two 12-year-olds, and we swear they just their life is just it's so hard. And we just don't understand what they're going through. And I had to check myself and say, maybe you you maybe you got something going on. Because I was like, man, what? You eat steak and, and lobster anytime you want. Like, you living good. You got everything you want and some. Like, what's the problem? So my question to y'all is, how are y'all addressing that? If it, if it hasn't occurred or, you know what I'm saying, when it does occur, how are y'all addressing, and just really for teenagers, when they go through that, that, that phase of you don't understand me, you don't understand what's going on. I just got so much going on. How, how are y'all addressing that, Jabril? Uh, first of all, I try to, I mean, I just try to put myself in their shoes and remember where I was at that age. I mean, I don't think we were as expressive about our emotions, like you said, at, at that age, but we were definitely feeling things and experiencing turmoil or, you know, on whatever level it is that we felt like it was at the time. So I try to understand that and, you know, you when you say like that they not struggling like we are I mean everybody's struggle is different just because they have things that you feel you wanted as a kid doesn't necessarily mean that that apply to them you right. know either you know uh so I just try to help them to to identify what it is if they feel like I don't understand they first need to understand so that they can help me you know what I'm saying I had to have a conversation with my son and I don't know if y'all can tell but I I mean look I am the authority figure and that's just it. <laughs> My son is uh, almost 14 now and he's in that that uh, space where he's feeling himself. He feels like um, he's entitled to a number of things or that he can react a certain way to whatever it is that I'm saying. And, you know, before I proceeded to choke him out, you know, I asked him, though, for him to have a conversation with me if it was something that he was internalizing that he just felt like he couldn't talk to me about. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. it's something that you feel like I'm doing wrong or that you just don't agree with, let me know now so that we can have a conversation about it. Because once we move past this point, then you understand what the expectation and the consequences are, right? You know, so I just try to meet them where they at. Yeah. I mean, because who am I to say how something is affecting you just because it's not affecting me the same way? Right. No, that makes sense. Inez, what about you? Oh, I don't have, like, I don't have a teenager, but still, like, I think everybody has feelings, right? And so I think sometimes, like, 
we look past that because they're at such a young age, but still like when I work a lot, like I could tell my daughter gets in her feelings about me working a lot. So I just have a conversation with her. I just talk to her like, hey, are you good? Like, is there something we need to talk about? And like, she'll tell me, she's like, you're working too much. You don't spend time with me, like whatever it is. So I try to always check in with her to make sure she's okay. Makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Ty, Ty, what about you? So just like Inez, I, I don't have a, a teenager, but Jabril, um, I absolutely agree with her. Everything starts from communication, I believe. And like Jabril says, not because our struggle is, go well, I'm in the 80s. So my struggle is completely different. First of all, I'd even come from a country that there was so much abundance. I came from limitation. But that limitation, you know, crafted our creativity where, you know, it's it's going to be different from my child who was born in 2018 that has, you know, iPads and, you know, know how to use a phone and know how to do so many things. The fact is that they have more information in my purview than I had at my age, which means that they may have more feelings and they can articulate their feelings a lot better than I was possibly able to when I was um, in their space. So like, for example, my, <clears throat> I have brothers and sisters that are 18 years old. Mm. I, I have to consistently talk to them, be with them in that space. And sometimes not necessarily provide advice or anything, but just to be there as a listening ear. Because the truth is, these kids, they already know what they want. And when they make up their mind, they don't care if you're about to kill them because I didn't care when I was young. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, mommy is gonna whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that L. I'm gonna continue doing what yeah. I wanna do, whatever. The best thing I think that I can do as a parent and a sister um, is like, when I was having my child, you know, being a praying person, you know, pray about mm -hmm. it and understand that they have to make their own mistakes and that they're individuals yes. and that they are going to walk their own path, no matter mm -hmm. what you do, because trust me, whatever whoop ass they get here, oh God, you don't want to see what we used to get and we <laughs> still did whatever we wanted to do because once we say we're going to do something, we're going to do we're it. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. Yeah. I was literally just telling my kids that uh, the other day, you know what? The boundaries are not, you know, shackles. Like, I don't want to keep you from experiencing and having fun and, you know, building your own memories and stories to tell your kids because, like Todd said, like, hey, when I said I was going to do something, I'm doing it. And I didn't care what the consequences were. But the important thing is, is for you to be able to make it back home safely. You know what I mean? Man. Like, and so I don't so much want to control my kids as much as I want to prepare them for whatever may come about for them to be able to make sound decisions for themselves. I ain't a hater. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> and my, my iron fist is uh, a representation of what the world will be to you when you're out of my house. You know, exactly. it's boundaries everywhere you go, whether you agree with it or not. <clears throat> and so uh, if you can learn to check yourself with, within this household, then I think that you'll be fine in the world. Yeah, I think a lot of kids get that twisted. They think we're, we're, we're holding them back. 
and and not let them have fun and whatever. And we really we just trying to prepare you because life is not going you know hand you what you want. You got to go get it, and you got to be able to to transition and, and maneuver out here in the world because it's it's hard. Um, it, it brings me to you know not you guys not having shackles on the kids or wanting them to have shackles. How would y'all feel? And and if this is a, if it's a touchy subject or or you know. <clears throat> It's going on in the house right now. We don't have to discuss it. But how do how would you feel if your child walked in the house and said, "Mom, I'm gay"? Yeah, like, I didn't ask my kids that already. You asking them? What <laughs> I'm talking about? They gonna come to you? Because you know, they, nah, nah, I'm not gay. So like, how did you? And and then to kind of, I know both of y'all have daughters, but to really have a son, like, is it a difference? Because if your daughter says I'm gay versus your son, are you feeling the same way? That's uh, a good I'm question. Asking, yeah. No, I don't want her to answer that question because she has a son <laughs> and a daughter. So I'm kind of like, would you feel different? So Jabril, so like. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to feel the same. I'm going to feel the same. And and I don't. Okay, Cliff, here we go. Because if we ask him a question, I'm about to give it to you straight up how it is. Um. So I, I've had these conversations with my kids and, and I know they hate it, but I bring it up because I want to know. Um, but yes, I'm going to feel the same way, whether it's my son or my daughter. Um, they are aware of what my my preference is, um, of what I would like <laughs> to see them with. And, and that goes with race as well, which is why I wanted to preface it with saying like, here we go, because I've had a conversation about the, with them about interracial relationships and, and things of that nature and what I would prefer to see, what I would like for them. But um, at the end of the day, it's their decision. And I'm going to love them regardless. You know, um, I do have, again, boundaries with how open I am with those things. If they choose to go against what I would like for them and what I believe in. Um, but I could never see myself being a part of something that makes them hate themselves. You know, um, if, if my son came to me today and said that he was gay, though, I wouldn't like it. It, it would I would always be a safe place for him I, I would never join in um a group that would bash him or make him hate himself like I, I just couldn't do that you know um regardless of of, of how I feel about it got you um I know so how, how would you feel if your daughter you know popped in and is like hey mom I'm gay you know it, it's kind of weird to like answer that question because it hasn't even happened yet you know, like, but honestly, I wouldn't love my child any other way. Like, right. I would still love her and still accept her the way she is. Like, would I be shocked? I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Like, I'll be shocked. Would I like it? No. But I'm still gonna accept my child because that's my baby. You know what I mean? So I'm still gonna love her and I'm not gonna turn away from her. Got you. Okay. That makes sense. Ty, what, what about you? Okay. So I, I, I always have these interesting things. So, um, first of all, I do have several members of my family that is gay. And again, I have to, you know, everything we have to go back to our own culture. So again, I'm from Jamaica and my mother is very old school. When my brother who is gay, um, finally came out to being gay to my mother. Um, I was like, but but it tell you a long time because <laughs> it was so obvious. <laughs> like he came out that way. One moment. 
<laughs> All good. Hey, so I'm going I'm to just interject real quick. I, I, again, I got boys. Um, and it took me a while to juggle. Like, I'm, I'm, at first I was like, hell no. My son said they gay. Like, I'm going crazy. And like, I'm going to beat the gay out to Like, all this stupid stuff, ignorant stuff. And then I finally came to the realization, like, if they walk in and say, dad, I'm gay. Okay. I'm going to walk away, cry, get it out. Because, you know what I'm saying? As a father, I feel like I failed you. As a man, like, it was something I did. But, that, you know what I'm saying? That's just me being a man. But then I'm coming back to you. And, my, and the only thing I say to my sons is, if you're gay, that's fine. But I need you to be a man at the end of the day. Right. I, you got to be, you got to be, just do me one favor. Be a man. Don't. What do you mean? Because I'm a little bit confused by that statement. Because <laughs> what do you mean by that? I mean that by don't I don't want my sons to be flamboyant. Not art. Yeah, but you know, I can't really fight you on that. I want you to be, I don't want you to be the the the, the quote unquote girl where you curling up and, and a dude is just beating on you. You a man. Be a man. If you get in a fight, you swing, you knock him out. Call me. Call your brothers. Like, be a man. At the end of the day, like, don't turn into the girl in the like. You just uh, he hit. Oh, he, I cannot he even believe that this is a train of thought that you be having. Like, what? Yes, because it's like first I gotta I gotta accept you. You're still my son. I love you to death. Like, like right. You, that's a, that's how you feel on this. I'm you feel like right you, now, yeah. you might as well just let that go. That's too no. much yeah, detail. It, it, that's it, too it, much it, detail I, for you, Clint. I, I have to agree <laughs> with you because they don't really they don't choose who, which one they want to be when they decide to do something that's yeah. complicated. It's a complicated thing. So for me, it's not about being a man. It's not about whatever. It's to be honest, it's not about me. So if my child decides that they want to become something, it ain't about me, it's about them. And as long as they're happy with whatever decisions that they're making, it doesn't matter how I feel about it. I've seen many relationships, many loves that stop because of culture and even certain cultures saying, mm -hmm. hey, you guys can be together, you can do this. The people have committed suicides because they can't be who they are or people have broken up relationships because guess what they always have to hide that part of them so for me it's in order for me to accept them I first have to accept myself and I first have to look outside of me because the truth is just like other people that's around you it has nothing to do with you. And when we keep on interjecting our own culture and our own beliefs onto our kids, yeah. that affects them on a very large scale. So every time a conversation, it's about, you know, about what I want, but it's yeah. really not about what we want. I mean, like for me, I don't want mm -hmm. my daughter to do, you know, certain form of like, you know, um, I don't want her to be a, a, a writer, for example, like you're not going to spend my money and go to school and become a writer, but go and get your own money, hypothetically speaking. So right. I, I always go back to that's, you know, at the end of the day, we had them, but 
that's what God gave. You know, we're supposed mm-hmm. to have seeds, but we don't make decisions for them. And we, you know, not at the end, not when they're like 20 something telling them who they're supposed to be sleeping with or they will detest you and they will stop. And that's why you have so many down low type of men now and down low type of girls. It's true. My God, in Brooklyn, so, oh God! But so, I, I, right, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you, but what, what's the what's the what's the question? Or not question? How do you answer it if they're not grown? They're twelve. They're 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 you because know, their kids kind. Of, if you you know your kids, you watch them, you see how they move and interact. You kind of get the maybe. But if I'm, I, I mean, I'm with you, and I see where you're going with it. I mean, yeah. with that, I feel like when they're in your house. You know, you don't necessarily gotta suppress them, but you don't have to uh, enable it. I guess that's that's um, a, that's what I'm going with. Right? Kind of, but I mean, whether or not you enable it or you whatever, it is what it is. It. Does, I mean, it but does. I think like he's talking about like if your son decide like not only do he tell you that you know he's gay, you know he likes um you know um, other boys and things of that nature. Like so, it, it's it's a different level of acceptance and respect when you then say, "Can you buy me a dress?" You know what I'm saying? So I, I think no, that's... that that now <laughs> for, for me, I feel yeah. as if society is pushing this this whole thing. So these kids, when I was their age, I knew nothing about women and women, men and men. It was nothing about sexuality. Now you watch the little cartoons and then you see sexuality is cartoons, all over. yeah. They're killing us. They're killing us with that. Um, What's difficult about that is that, and it's so unfortunate and it's reckless um, for us as parents and uh, guardians or whatever, is that you change so drastically from say five years old to where now they are allowing these kids to make permanent decisions about who they will be even just to the time that they 12 or 16 you change so drastically from 16 to 26 and if you've allowed them to make such permanent decisions um before they are clear about who they are and what they want i just think that that's a disservice to kids like it just just in general it is. It is. It is. My four-year-old was last week. He was uh, Sonic. Uh, next week he's gonna be uh, Spider-Man. Like they're kids. Like I can't. You you come to me and you you're you're seven, eight, and say, Dad, I'm gay. Okay. Let's 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 go put a dress. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm not entertaining it, but I'm not gonna. Yeah. All right. Let's go put the dress on you and and paint your nails and. It's best to equip them to 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 sort through it, you know. I, I think that's how you support a child who is searching and trying to find themselves and think, you know, think, believe, or are they know for sure, you know, or you know, I, I've been, I was a kid thinking I was in love and and all of that stuff. So if they wholeheartedly believe it at the time, the only thing you can do is support them and help them to sort through those feelings at that time. Exactly. Um, but I think providing them with uh means to solidify it is, is a bit much yeah 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 that's in my opinion yeah, oh, so you're saying like what well, basically Dwayne Wade did with his kid right when he went out yeah and the kid like you know tr- I for me the, I don't care what no one says like y'all can bash me 
that's just too much. My kid wants to be a princess every single day, you know, but like, I'm, I'm not going to, it's, it's too much psychologically. It's just too much to, you know, really promote gender change. If that's what you're talking about at that young age and fluidity. And again, I think the agenda is just is too devious because too they're come on. it. <laughs> no, what? I agree. I, come on, because no, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And you know what? Even if they if, if speaking specifically about Dwayne Wade and uh I think his son's name is Zaya or something like that. Right. Um even if they wanted to support that, the fact that they are in such a public eye and allowing this kid to transition in the way that they are, if he ever decides that he no longer wants that, that image that you guys have worked so hard to portray is going to be difficult for that young man to shed. Now, if he is good and he continues to move forward with that lifestyle, then, then okay. But if he ever has a change of heart, it's so much that's out there and that in itself is going to be a detrimental to him. I'll give you mentally. I'll give you like a little small snippet. Like you can't put braces on a kid at a certain age because they're still growing the teeth. Their bones haven't fully developed their minds. I get it. My kid is very smart. I do agree. However, to, understand gender and gender roles at the age of eight and nine and the intricacies of it why are you so developed that you're 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 even thinking that fluid it it may be to me that these things are within your environment and it's Mm -hmm. causing some kind of clash or Mm -hmm. some kind of confusion and now and you're being surrounded because kids want to be what they see in to yes. me, but I just have yeah. one, you know, so I may be wrong. So if they see princesses or whatever the case is, or even if they see Hercules, they may choose Hercules. But when you, when you're talking about something as gender, as you know, so specific, it's kind of crazy. Definitely. Definitely. So I, I, we still, we're still. You know, like, I, I'm not all for it. Just real quick. I'm... Go ahead, Jabril. Oh, I think that's Inez. She's trying to Inez? speak. She, oh, she she's cutting up. Mm-hmm. Where'd she go? Can Inez? y'all hear me? Can yeah. y'all hear me? Yes. No, just to, I just want to real quick like I'm not all for that but I think you gotta do like what's best for your family like we don't know what's going on in Dway Wade's family we don't know like how his child feels we don't know how deep it goes with his child like he might be like dead as I mean I'm gonna cuss but he might be so serious like he knows he knows like mm-hmm. that's what he wants to be so I think you just gotta do what's best for your family that's true that's, that's true. true yeah because everybody everybody's raising their kids the best way they can and, and how they know how to raise them so what works for your family, it work, you know, works for you. Um, That's exactly why I let my son wear a hoodie in 100 degree weather. No, so. no, these teenagers are weird. They do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> if you, you know, do his best. <laughs> I, man, you know what? Bro, I swear to God, if you were my mama, I know you will cut my neck. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Look, these kids, I you know what? I've learned the Lord has has helped me to put them in his hands. <laughs> yeah, use the Lord, I use tequila because man, we can bet you gotta you gotta think hard let's 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 talk about marriage and in relationships a little bit look at that one <laughs> are you talking about me let me turn no. my camera off yeah, i see your face <laughs> with, with with technology being what it is and you know everybody's pushing whatever images in on, on social media and everybody's either rich, balling out of control with 17,000 strings of income, uh, crypto crazy, you know, credit card, all this stuff. And then you got the relationship piece where everybody got these perfect relationships and it just, just so in love on social media. Is marriage, uh, is is that a thing? Like is our, is our family, friends, are they, Pushing that as a thing, and your brother saying for you, this is for I know. It ain't. <laughs> so, so, so Inez, like, is is your friends and family, uh, you know, are, are they pushing like when you gonna get married? When you gonna settle down? Like, is that a thing anymore? No, it, it never was a thing from the beginning. Like, I I was never the type that was like, oh, I want to marry this big marriage, this white picket fence, this family, like all that stuff. That was not something I wanted. I wanted to be successful. I always wanted to be successful. I played volleyball in college. So I always wanted to be like this big professional volleyball player. So I always had like big dreams and goals, you know, um, the road turned kind of left a little bit, but like the marriage is not the end goal. You okay. know what I mean? Like, of course, like I'm a Scorpio and like, I'm a, a, a hopeless romantic at heart. Like yeah. sometimes, yeah, do I want a relationship? Like, yeah do i go out there and like try to look for that no i don't got you so no marriage is not my end goal i got you okay ty what about you uh marriage um i like unions you know i like unions um marriage may um affect my tax stuff too so <laughs> I do like that so you know it, it it all comes down at the end of the day what you know what's best overall yeah. <laughs> said marriage is going <laughs> to affect your tax bracket that is crazy i've never heard anybody say that that's i mean that's it's true wild. though yeah. it's true so so, marriage, <laughs> so jabril marriage is not the end goal we're not no <laughs> no it's not <laughs> all right uh, so i got a random personality question uh, for for y'all, um, and this this just let me let me uh, preface it with this has nothing to do with the state of the relationship. If you're in one, um, it's more just like it's more so to figure out your personality type as a woman, um, and I'll explain. Um, so your man it, he he goes out of town, uh, business trip or whatever, uh, and he's at the hotel. He hits you up. Right. Hey baby, I'm, I'm I'm horny, you know what I'm saying? I want some, and he has three options, and these are three options. You pick one of the options. Option A, you tell him throw on some uh, tasty blacks. 
Big Booty, and uh, Handle Your Business, and Masturbate. That's option A. Option B is you tell them to take a cold shower and go to sleep. Option C, you tell them to go, you know, find a random woman prostitute and handle his business. Jabril. <laughs> Jabril, which one, which option would you choose? Why you ask me first? <laughs> Cause I, cause Wait, I know. What was the second one? Option B is he takes a cold shower. You tell him to take a cold shower and go to bed. Nah, man, I'm gonna go with A. That's that's man, the big booty black thought. No, that's just masturbate. Masturbate and you know, handle your business, work it out. Yeah, I'm with that. I might even do a Zoom call for you. We can FaceTime all day. Yeah, okay. I'm with that one. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Inez, what about you? I go with that one too. I go, that's mine right there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. And then um, Ty, what about you? Going to take a cold shower. I'm tired. <laughs> so you gonna tell him to take a cold shower? Take so a cold be- shower, make it cold, 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 and go to your bed. It's really <laughs> hot right now, and I'm tired. Okay. Well, I mean, what is it? Okay, no. See, you made it about you, but all right. So, so for a woman that says pick option A, it means you can be around you. You cater to your man. Uh, you know, that's your instinct when you're around him to cater to him to whatever his need is. Uh, as a woman. That's option A. I wouldn't have thought that. I don't know about that. I don't, yeah, I don't really. <laughs> yeah. I don't agree with that. But here, no, we'll talk about it. But so here, option B. Option B, you telling your man, go take a cold shower and go to bed. That, for that, a woman is a little self centered. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's a more of a selfish thing. And both of y'all kind of alluded to being in option B when you said, we'll do a Zoom call. I never mentioned anything about a Zoom call. That means you want it your way. Self-centered, selfish kind of kind of thing. And then option C. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's a lot, it's a lot like, wrong with that because it, it, wasn't, it wasn't part of the category. You made it I'm about, about to tell you what the truth is. You starting shit. And that's I am. I am. I, I, that's what I do. Stir the pot. You know me. That's what I do. I stared a little bit. And then, so so option C, option C, and you probably, if you think about it, you relate to it, depending on how you grew up. Option C is a woman that's been around a lot of men in her family who were never just one woman, you know, faithful and whatnot. A woman that picks option C is used to men being with other multiple women. I didn't, none of y'all picked it. I'm just giving you what the options are. What do you got, Jabril? I know you want to say something. I, I don't got nothing. I'm trying to see where you're going. <laughs> I was just wondering, I want to know what kind of personality type you went, you, you had, and both of y'all picked option A, which is it's cool. It's it's nothing. Option A is cool. You you like to you have the instinct to cater to your man, uh, his needs uh when you're around him, or if he calls and you know, needs needs a little help. Option B, you're a little self-centered and selfish. Let me just play devil's advocate at this point, okay? So here's the thing. Why the fuck did you call me anyway? Can I cuss? I did. It's over. Um, why why did you call me anyway? If you had the KC booty black, you should have just popped it in before you let me know if you weren't trying to FaceTime. No way. Who, who, who's <laughs> adding um, Who had anything about FaceTiming? 
I'm just saying though, if you was already just gonna watch the porno from option A, you didn't need to call and tell me that, bro. For he, one, he called. So I feel like you need to take some accountability for that. What is the accountability? He called y'all talking on the phone. He's out of town. And man, I'm horny. Like, what's up? I'm trying to because the fact that you bring it up implies that you would like me to do something about it. None of those questions. But then he becomes right, though, right? That what you mean? Kind of cater in a sense, like. It's you catering to him to the highest level because you want to make sure that, listen, my man is really satisfied, but he's saying that you're also taking it a, a step further because your personality didn't say to stick within the frame. You went uh, above the frame. Out the frame. Above the frame. You, you, uh, exactly. The frame. While people like me now, I'm, I really, it, it depends on when it's, you know, within my frame or yeah. go to sleep. Yeah, you 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 like just dismissive, like nah, bro, just go to sleep, take a shower. Like don't all about pleasure. I'm yeah, you, you're about exactly, <laughs> and 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 that goes to that leads to a woman that picks option A is a woman that if her needs are being met, physical, mental, emotional, financial, all that stuff is being met, she can then become trisexual. I'll try anything sexually with my man if all those other things are being met. She, you know what I'm saying? They get to the point where let's go to the strip club. Now we're going to the strip club because she wanted to go or because I wanted to go. It can get, that's an option A personality woman. Option I agree B. with that. I mean, you know, everybody within their boundaries, you know, uh, you know, strip club might not be an option for yeah. your relationship, so to speak. But but yeah, I, I do I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that yeah. for real. Okay. Since you broke it down like that, like I agree with that too. Like since you broke it down like that, because um like I'm gonna do what I feel comfortable with. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? So um I, I agree with that. Okay. I agree with the first one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I you got to keep, keep a relationship fun. You got to keep it fun. So, like, as long as we keep our boundaries and you ain't being disrespectful, like, you know, we could try different things. You yeah, can't remember that. Can you hear me? It's a level of uh, comfort, comfortability you got to establish with the with the person you with. So. I think if you feel secure in a relationship, um, from from an, all angles, you know, financially, physically, emotionally, all of that. If you feel secure within a relationship, for a woman, I think that opens up a, a number of avenues for you in a relationship, not even just physically or sex, uh, sexually. Yeah. So, all right. So, how do you answer? How do y'all, and, and I'm kind of, I guess I'm uh, assuming, I don't, you know, Inez and, and uh, Kai, if y'all in a relationship or, you know, even talking to somebody, how do you check in with your man and, and, and just, you ask him, what's your response if you ask him, you know, are you okay? And he says no. He didn't. Okay about what? Just, you, you just ask him if he, are you okay? You just walk in. And you ask him, are you okay? What's your... I, I mean, not to be rude for me, it's not, it's like any relationship you can tell if something is wrong with the person 
and you kind of say, you know, what's going on and you communicate um, along that. I'm all for that every single day. Okay. Yeah. So what, what about you, Jabril? Like if you, he just, if he says, you know, you ask him, are you okay? And he says, no. Are, what's your, are, what's your response and follow up? I mean, I agree with Ty. If, yeah. if, I mean, if he say no, then clearly that uh, implies that a, a deeper conversation needs to be had. Yeah. Um, I'm always open to that. And I'm going to tell you, and I'm just going to say this and it probably don't need to be said, but um, I'm not going to pull it out of you either. Like if, if I ask you and you say you're not okay, um, then you need to be open to communicate about it. Like, I'm not going to try to drag it out of you either. No, you don't have to. I, I think I'm, I'm trying to, I'm getting, I'm hitting at a, a lot of women and please correct me if I'm wrong or I'm going out of bounds. A lot of women will take a man saying, no, I'm not okay. And make it about them. And it's something wrong with the relationship. Something's off about them, and you and, and some women will take it and make the thing about them. It has most times it has nothing to do with y'all. I don't agree with. I don't agree with that. I mm -hmm. agree with it. It's normally a pattern of something that's going on for you to think mm -hmm. that it has something to do with the relationship. If there was nothing that was going on, like if your sixth sense wasn't picking up on something previously, then you ain't gonna think it has anything to do with the relationship. Okay. You're gonna just ask him, um, if he says something is wrong, our life is so huge. So you're supposed to know, hey, is it something to do with work or whatever the case is? But if it has something to do with me, normally we've been getting into arguments or you've been acting a little bit shady lately and I've picked up on it. And not because you did not agree with me at the time, it doesn't mean nothing was going on. It means that I haven't found out yet. But okay. anytime my internal sense tells me that, my significant other is acting differently. He is acting differently. He's going to yeah. say something to you to make you feel like, oh, no, it's something else, whatever, whatever. But your inner gut wouldn't tell you because you saw the shift in his behavior and you know it's coming from somewhere if you're in a relationship with that man. Yeah. Cliff, I feel like we've had this conversation slightly before on the other podcast. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like if you are not able to have an effective conversation with your partner where they are able to understand that what you're saying doesn't affect them like Ty said, then you're not with the right person. You feel me? Like the like she said, like the vibe has had to be off from for some time for you to uh, think that it that it's about you. And if you just and if you're saying that it's not about them, then you need to check yourself about how have you been handling what you're dealing with and how it's perceived by your partner. Dope. I got you. Okay. Inez, you got a comment on that? Yeah, I just feel like a female's intuition is real strong. Real strong. So yeah. I feel like um, if you do turn it back on you, there has been a situation that's been coming up repeatedly. So I'm just not going to say, like, if you say there's nothing wrong with you and I bring up a certain situation, I'm just not going to say that just out the blue. Like we've been having the same conversation before, yeah. you know, so I know something's wrong. So um, just like the gut, that female intuition, like that's very, that's, yeah, you need to listen to that. Interesting. Interesting. I'm married now, <laughs> which is why Cliff be skipping over me. 
<laughs> in these conversations. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm married and, and my husband and I have had um, some issues for some time. Um, and I did internalize some of them, you know, to, to Cliff's point, you know, uh, if I ask you what's wrong with you and you say nothing, you know, I had a weird feeling that it had something to do with me because of how he was dealing with what he was going through. But, you know, fast forward to today, you know, it, it finally comes out that it didn't have anything to do with me, but in a sense it does, right? So if, if, you're, if, if you're in turmoil for a period of time, even though it, it's not stemming from our relationship, the fact that you don't feel comfortable enough to share it with me or to, um, open up about it and help and allow me to help you to deal with it then that in a sense does have something to do with me I oh. think that so, sorry Cliff. Oh. I think it kind of goes back to what Cliff was saying about that personality and I guess that's why our personalities are you know the A versus the B is so different mm -hmm. it's because like for me it's like it's about you bro like you need to figure it out Yes. And I don't, I, I move away from internalizing other people's drama because I got oh, people's drama to deal with. If it's not something about the relationship, like for example, um, you know, whether or not you washed the dishes last night because I hate when there's leftover dishes and you came in late or whatever the case is and those little small habits may bother you, then it's still about you because it's not a me issue it's a you issue and you should know whether or not you can deal with that issue before mm -hmm. we get into something deeper personally okay yeah. so so as the only male here i i would say nine times out of ten it, it's nothing to do with you with women um we we deal with a lot of things and we feel like we got to be superman and we also feel like we can't be vulnerable all the time with you uh, because some women have a really bad habit of seeing things and it cuts deep. It, it cuts deep to us uh, because y'all words have power. Y'all have a lot of power over men. And I, I think y'all know that, y'all get that. Y'all understand that. It's just certain things like we just don't wanna say and tell you what's going on because we don't want to sound like a punk or we don't want you to say a slick comment to us and it just it kind of kills us it kind of kills us cuts our ego pride and all that so it's kind of tough for us to say you know i'm not feeling that i'm living up to my fullest attempt uh, potential in this marriage or in this relationship uh you know things that work are not going the way i feel like they're they need to go i want to go i can't come home and tell you that because I'm exhausted for one and two, I just don't want to come off like a punk. You know, I spent all day fighting outside at work and fighting society. I don't want to come home and fight with you too. That makes sense? It do in, in some sense, uh, but but it's, it sounds like that's that's a personal problem. To me, to me, it does. I mean, just because you keep saying you feel like you can't come home and say something you don't want to come home and say something. So I don't know in, in that instance, what it is that you would expect your partner to do with that if yeah. you're not letting her in, right? right. It, it, I mean, for, that, for that's, me. a, that's an internal issue. Gotcha. 
for me unless unless you have a partner who is uh who is uh a serial person you know a person who just does who who doesn't who who does who is not open to receiving anything that you say ever you know what i'm saying I, who can't I, have an I, I can conversation be. I can be. yeah yeah i hear you go ahead ty for me it seems as if you don't put us on the same level because you coming home from a long day i also work i also have the kids i also am juggling so much i'm juggling so much too so if you respect our levels as the same and not just me as a mother or, or just as a wife that's not doing anything then you'll understand that I understand what you're going through because I'm going through the same thing. You know, and, and not even just that, I think that it's just unfortunate that men cannot find solace in, in their partners. Us as women, I mean, I, I feel like we are created to handle the things that you say you're carrying on your own. You know, if you would allow your woman to be your partner as she was created to be then it wouldn't be such a heavy burden but you know if you're choosing to carry it on your own then you know i don't really know what to tell you it because it, it, it goes it goes back to i'm sorry Ines. it it goes to y'all y'all words y'all words have so much power over it's like it could be a moment where like i it, and it's for me like i don't i do not like when a woman says to a man be a man like that's like me telling you to be a woman. How? How can I tell you that? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that looks like. And, and it's, 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 it's things like that. When we, we hear that go into our shell, like, well, I ain't going to tell her these burdens. Because I know you, women are, y'all, we are equal. Y'all balance us out. We need you. But at some, it, the word, the mouth, the braille, oh, Lord Jesus. Man, you killing me. I can't take it. I can't take it. You're killing me. I agree with you on that. The mouth. Um, but I had that similar situation um, where an ex um, got fired from, uh, you know, his employment. And um, he did take some time to have that conversation that he was fired. And that was, it came from ego. It came from ego. It came from how he believed as a man that he should be construed. And he wasn't able to tell me for about two weeks. And it's not mm. like I was going to do anything or say something crazy. But that was, again, that's a him problem. It wasn't a me problem. Yeah. Yeah. Cliff, it just is. It just is. There's no way around that, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm a, all right, all right. I'm gonna take it. You know, it's a, it, it's, a, it's a me, it's a us problem. It's a man problem. We're gonna fix it. We're gonna have a meeting later. If you feel like, if you yeah. feel like you're with someone that you cannot communicate your deepest um, thoughts to, then you are with the wrong person, and it is your responsibility yes. to to find the match for you, Cliff. Like, I mean, and I'm not attacking you, but yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, like, I don't know. <laughs> but that's so true. Like. That's so true. I don't mean to cut you off, but I feel like that's why I'm still single because like it's been like seven years, but like, you know yourself now, like that's something you got to check at the door. Like if you can't communicate, then why are we still talking? Period. Who is she? Do you want me to call her? 
So let's let's transition a little bit because we can talk about relationships and, and y'all man bashing a little bit. Jabril, let it let it go. I don't feel no way about it. <laughs> let's talk about y'all businesses, man. Like, what made you jump into that field where you could have just been nine to five and 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 going home? It was just a necessity. You just had to. Jabril. Oh, me first. Yeah. Um, so I am, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, I like everybody else got stuck in the rat race and just used to having a nine to five, but like I've always craved freedom yeah. with time and financial freedom and all of that. And so uh that's what led me to create some of my businesses and I forgot to even mention some of the other ones at the top but um uh, that's what led me to create my businesses but um TLC specifically uh which is where I sell my health and wellness products I'm a distributor for them um uh, I needed the products yeah <laughs> I mean just to be quite simple uh um uh, I tried the the multivitamin and it really was life-changing for me like I didn't realize how malnourished I was how low on energy I was and just really not living up to my best self and so um once I got a taste of that I, I knew that I wanted to to spread it to other people and, and help them to live their best life I got you that's dope Inez what about you um so for me like I always I always been a entrepreneur like I I like I can't work for nobody so I started out like personal training I did personal training for a while and then like I was a server and I feel like as a server like you are entrepreneur as a server you know um because you can control your own money but as far as like my recent business that I started like counseling um helping single moms is because like the stuff I went through as a single mom so uh in 2012 like um, I was a bartender and my child's father brought something to my apartment and, and he's basically, he stole something. And we all know, like, if the apartment belongs to you, like whatever's in that house is yours. Right. So, um, I got the charge for it. Um, he didn't confess to it, whatever. So I got arrested, sat at, at, I was in jail for a while and he didn't confess to it. So, I got the charge of a misdemeanor, but then when I moved back home, because the reason why I moved back here is because I had a stroke. And so I had to learn how to walk again, talk again, like everything. Yeah. And so when I came, my parents had to come get me and bring me back to Alaska. And when I came back to Alaska, it turned into a felony. So I have a degree that I can't use, you know, and I'm working at Home Depot and I feel like I'm above, not that I don't appreciate it, but I feel like I'm so much more than working at Home Depot you know and so like I was stuck in this space for like four years like I I don't want to say hate yeah hello can y'all hear me we hear yeah we can hear you okay so I had this relationship because I didn't um because I didn't know like why would you bring me back from this stroke and just leave me here you know like leave me here in this space so like I it was like I hated the world for a, a good four years. I was in a depressed state, but um, 
you know, I tried to fight like the the court, the ruling, like I had to regain my identity back, like turn it into something else. So through all my pain, like that's why I'm so passionate about working with single moms. Like, cause I get it. Like, I know I've been there and a lot of single moms don't have the support system that I did. So I just want to be there and serve for other single moms. Like, you know, my parents did for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. So Inez, when the book is, when is the book coming out? Cause you got to start. Right. Like, you know what I'm, saying? I'm like, when is the book coming out? Let's let's do that. You know what? I haven't even I haven't even thought about it. Like, I just want to. I just like honestly, I just want to help. You know, I love. I play sports my whole life, so that's where TLC came from. It kind of like fit my brand. You know, so I love like you, nutrition. I love working out and all that stuff. But like, I just want to help as much females, like especially single moms, as I can, because I know how hard it is from being in a broken place, yeah. you know, someone which you must cared about and loved and whatever. But I just know how hard it is to come back from that broken place. So dope, man. Uh, yeah, that's so dope. Ty, what what about you? Like why why did you jump into the entrepreneur business? Um well we're my family is natural entrepreneurs. So my sister, she owns a, a wig company. My mother, she um is um she sells so it's the same thing so it's in my family that's dope like all three of y'all are so amazing man because like just being black women you're already dope and then what y'all doing for the community is like just amazing. i love like i appreciate it like y'all are amazing like with the fitness like ty has so many levels to her people think she's a coach a, a, a personal trainer and she's like nah that ain't what I do but I can get you with this health and wellness and then Jabril and Inez y'all got the product and the products is dope like Nutriverse is amazing like it I'm not gonna lie when I, I got COVID last year I got that Nutriverse and when I tell you it brought me through uh, <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> appreciate you to you drug dealers uh, <laughs> For hooking me up because man i'm telling you it was it was terrible and it, it really helped um so if you could if you could think of something to impart to the next generation like what what would that be like something that you just some kind of advice what would you what would you do bro um right now i'm in such a space of self-love self-care so I would say spend a lifetime finding out everything that make you so dope. Like, yeah, just do that. Yeah, and and, and the rest will follow. That's dope. That's dope. What about you, Inez? Um, I agree with that, what she said, but I'm going to add to that. I would just say just dream big. Like no matter how many times you fail, how many, how much money you lose and something that you don't try, like dream big and just keep on going. Get back up again and keep on going. All right, all right, all right. What about you, Ty? Habits. Watch your habits. Your habits make and it also breaks. So the dreaming, you know, the self-care, all of those things comes back to your habits. So watch what you're doing with your habits consistently. Just assess your habits and change where it needs to be changed and understand that. You just need to be gentle with yourself. Everything mm. takes time. That's amazing. 
Oh my God, Ty, I feel like I need you so much. <laughs> hey. I know, I was like, what's your face? We need to connect, okay? We need hey, to connect. I need to, I need to link. I'm telling you, I need something. No, I need something from all three of y'all. Like I, I need a book from Inez. I need more hustle from Jabril. We'll talk about more that. what? I need more hustle from you because you got a lot of hustle in you and you just be like, eh, sometimes. You know what? It, um, as I was sitting here thinking because um, just meeting you ladies and I've been thinking about starting my own podcast um and just having talks amongst ourselves about things that we just don't want to talk about things that we don't want to share things that like we hide from each other that really will be so empowering for us the more that we share our stories like Inez like people would be so amazed to because you don't look like what you've been through and Ty, you seem like you just boss as shit. Like, you know, we need to just converse with each other so much more. And I would just love to have Garden talk with us. Make it happen. Make it happen. It's the, it's the chair. It's the chair. That's why he's looking boss right now. That's no. not me. She's talking about Ty. Ty is definitely no, I'm talking boss. about Ty. Forget Cliff. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, it's the chair. Wait. This is ladies' night. Yeah, forget Cliff. Jeez, I'm the facilitator. Uh, you know what? I love you. Don't worry about it. We're not cool. Just All right, real. half of the time, half of the time, I'm managing the 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 baby here. Why I go on mute so quick, guys? So I I'm really down for anything that you guys are like. It, um, I met Cliff on Instagram, and we just did like a challenge together where he just supported me, but he saw how I communicated with everyone and you know the things that I do. It's all about motivating and uplifting people. That that's all the world is about. We need each other, period. We need yes, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all mentioned earlier about community and team and, and it takes a village. It takes more just, you know, it takes a village to raise kids. It takes a village to make things happen, man. Like if you're not networking and communicating with folks across the world you're not going you know what i'm saying you're not really going to be successful like if you're just trying to be stuck in your you know what i'm saying your your city radius it's not gonna work it's not gonna work at all yeah. um and like we about to wrap so plug plug your um ig your, your tlc and any other businesses you got you got popping like go ahead and plug that real quick yeah so you could um message me on um i love my health coach 15 at gmail.com um and my tlc i don't know it sorry that's too that's too long but you can email me on um my email or you could hit me up on instagram at uh what is it i had to change it y'all i recently <laughs> got hacked i recently got hacked and i had to change really? my whole page it like shut it took me okay. out for like the whole week yeah so um i think my ig is inez inez renee one I'm gonna plug you in. I'm gonna plug you in. Don't even worry about it. I'm gonna hook you okay, up. Okay, okay. I'm gonna plug it in. Jabril, what about you? What, what you got going on? You can find me on Facebook. Um, and my TLC link is in the bio. So you can find me on Facebook as Jabril Janae. Janae is J-E-N-E-E. -E. And um on Instagram as Jabril F. You may also be able to search Jabril Janae on there as well, but I have my link for my TLC on there and y'all can always message me for acting. I guess uh, I do accept gigs and information, all that stuff <laughs> through Messenger and all that. So yeah, I'm on there. <laughs> oh, dope. You got, you got some stuff coming up, right? 
I have some really, really amazing stuff coming up with my acting. And so I'm super excited for that, um, which is why I've been kind of MIA with other stuff. But once everything is solidified and we kind of get rolling with it, then I'll let y'all know. But yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to yeah. blow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, don't forget about us little people now. No, I won't. Ty, where can, where can we find you at? What, what would you have going on? Um, so you can find my health coaching, um, on I am on Instagram and it links to all my pages. Um, my active words fit tie underscore active, and you can always send me a message. I'm, I'm very, very easy to talk to. Yes, she is. Wait, don't you have another challenge going on? What's what we, we're doing that? We're running that back, right? Oh, oh. <laughs> promote my challenge <laughs> what's the challenge oh so what i do basically it's a sugar challenge which cliff was but he didn't do the actual challenge he did it to support but it acts if you ask crit i mean cliff it was the so i have a telegram group and it was going off like every single day every single day it was it was a very active group of people we were all having a good time. It was where we built community. Um, it was $25 to facilitate the challenge. And basically what it is, is no sugar, no carbs for just seven days. No sugar, no carbs. They were cursing. They were having all sorts of feelings um, <laughs> towards that. But the funny thing is that they got through. One lady, um, she actually said that I want to do coaching with you um, long-term. So even though it was like that $25 and people are like, oh, that's not a lot. But what you, I, I think Cliff can agree what you get from it. Like I do Zoom meetings. I do community where everyone shares their different recipe as to what they're eating. So you saw pictures coming in of food like every single second. And somebody was like, oh, I just got an idea what to eat in this challenge. And it just ended today and I had my last Zoom call. So that's starting June the 13th. Um, and it's just $25 in order to be a part of it. It's, a, it's just a community of people that's having a good time that for me, what the challenge is about is committing to your goal. So for example, you have an acting goal, right? I will say commit to that acting goal and keep that in your forefront. And this is what you're going to give up. So it's like, it, it's it's taken the Christian belief of fasting. fasting. Yeah. Exactly. In order to get what you want. But mm. Exactly. So, and, and, mm. and, and use an affirmation. So I really prepare them for that challenge. So if you guys are interested, that's June the 30th. I mean, 13th. 13th. Yes, 13th <laughs> is a Sunday. And it finishes on the, the following Saturday. Okay. Yes, I'm definitely going to do it. I'm going right. to do it. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was tough. The first couple of days, I'm telling you, I was going crazy. And then I just kept pushing through it. And I was honey watching. Buns? I was, yeah, I was the watching. Honey the honey buns? Honey buns, <laughs> you know, you know me. That's my weakness. Lord. Real, this is how we know you an 80s baby with these honey buns. <laughs> Let me, man, tell you, I go crazy over a honey bun. But yeah, no, check out Ty if you can, like, uh, yeah. it, it was I a dope feel like challenge. the Lord sent to me. Yeah, it was a dope challenge. Like, yeah. uh, check her out. I, I appreciate all three of y'all for coming on, man. Like, from the bottom of my heart, y'all are amazing. 
Um, y'all got some incredible things going on. Like, I'm so proud of y'all. And whatever I can do to support, I will. Uh, just let me know. I'm I'm all for it. Like, I'm I'm all for supporting my people. And y'all are just amazing, dope women out here grinding. Uh, got 15,000 different jobs and 15,000 different things going on. And I, I love it. So anything I can do to support, please let me know. I am here for you. And I appreciate y'all uh, for rocking with me uh, this afternoon. Um, thank you. Thank you, ladies. Um, thank you, Cliff. It's so sweet. Hey, I'm here for y'all, man. Thank you. Thank you, Cliff, for, you know, bringing this lovely energy into our space as we, you know, begin a new week. I truly um, appreciate it. I believe that the energy that you start your week with is so important and that mm -hmm. mindset and just, you know, having these discussions with this lady and you bring in this conversation and these hard questions at the forefront that's your gift and you know continue to push through um with it I, I i anticipate big things are going to come the same thing for you jabril i'm going to be looking out for those big acting gigs and right <laughs> and inez i'm also looking out for the book that you're doing so i hope we do um keep in contact on instagram so thanks everybody yeah. i will be yes, Yes, and I appreciate you ladies too. Like I'm big on energy too. And I feel like you attract everything that comes into your space. And so um, I appreciate you guys. Like you guys are doing it. And it's so good to see other females, moms, single moms. It doesn't matter if you're a single mom. I'd love to see like females doing it. Oh. I love it. Thank oh. you, Cliff. Thank you, oh. ladies. I'm going to reach out to everybody. <laughs> Please do. Please do. I appreciate y'all, man. Hey, this has been a, another episode of Conversations with Cliff brought to you by Brad Spiel. Uh, thank you, and please tune in and tap in. Peace. Thank you for listening. This has been an A2I Media Production.